Hello and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Crellin, CEO of the American Influencer Association. Today, we have a very special episode with American Influencer nominee, Alan Eyes. For the first time ever, Alan Eyes shares the riveting story of his brother being detained by immigration and how it changed his family forever. You will be inspired by today's show. And now, here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, and welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Josh Skinner, your host, and we have a very special interview with somebody who just got nominated for his first American Influencer Award. Please welcome Alan Eyes. Hello. Oh my God. I am so excited to be here. Estoy re emocionado, you guys. So I'm excited for the interview. I'm excited to hear what you have to ask. And, you know, you know me. Ustedes me conocen. I'm always going to be real with you guys. So whatever you're asking, prepárense que les voy a decir la puritita verdad. I love this interview already. <laughs> so, friends, what you don't know is that we at AIA just surprised Alan Eyes. I'm actually at his house, social distancing, by the way. We are social yes. distancing. And we surprised um, him with his exclusive AIA nominee box. And how was that? It was crazy. I was, I was literally telling the team, you guys, last year I went as a guest. You know, actually, it's funny. Let me just tell you guys a little story. I, went, I invited myself. Um, I literally reached out to the AIA team and I was like, hey, you know, my friend's nominated. Can I go? And they're like, oh, my God, yes. Like, come on, come along. So I went, supported my friend Annette 69, que ganó American Influencer Award collab of the year, brand collaboration of the year, to be honest. She won. Um, yeah, she, she won. Get she it, won. girl. You won. Yes. Congrats. So I went to go support her. And it's so crazy because, you know, a year later, I'm not going to attend as a guest. Ustedes escucharon bien, you guys. This year, I'm going to be attending as a nominee. And that's so crazy to me. Even if I don't win, yo ya gané. Just be nominated for me is a win. And I feel like not just for me, but for my followers. So I'm so excited. You know, it's my first ever nomination. You know what's so cool? It's just like, if you don't win this year, it doesn't mean that it expires. Exactly. It means you have got a better chance next year to yes. continue to be nominated and to win. Exactly. So I'm just so proud of you. I I'm love your energy. I'm just the type of person, I'm just the type of person that even though I don't win, I'm not going to give up. You know, I know, no, I'm going to stop you. Because we're going to speak it out into the universe. Yes. When I win. When I win this December, <laughs> we're going to try next year to win another, another award. You know, so maybe I'll, I'll be going year by year collecting an award in every single category. You know, mark my words. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. Okay, so I think our goal for next year is to get you nominated in two categories. Oh, my God. Let's do that, you guys. Bayan, every single time the um, polls get open, bayan y voten because that's going to be a dream come true for sure. Can I follow that journey? Let's do it. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, friends, uh, let's start with the basic question. For our listeners and our people who love the show and they don't know you, mm-hmm. why did you choose the name Alanized? Okay, so there's a little backstory. A couple of years ago, when I first started social media, I was going under the name Exo Allen. Okay. So it was very simple. At the time, it was a trend to put Exo, you know, after your name or before it. And I remember when I started taking social media mass in serio, when I started taking it more seriously, I remember I was like, okay, I need to have a name that is that can be branded. 
you know, that I can see on a product, that I can see, you know, not just as a username. I could see it as a brand. So I just thought about my quartita. I was in my little room and I was like, oh my God, what should I call myself? Like, what would be a good name? And it was between Alanized or Alan Knight, as in like a knight in shiny armor, you know? But I, I kept repeating. I was like, Alanized, Alanized, Alanized. And for some reason, it just felt right. I was like, that's the name. I can see that on a product. I can see that at Ulta, which I might add, if you've been following me for, if you've just recently been following me, I had a product at Ulta, you know, and the name looked cool. It looked very brand. It was very on brand. And that's how I came up with it. It was one day in my room and I was just trying to come up with the name and I went for it. And ever since then, you know, people know me as Alanized. When was the first time that you felt that you had influence, that you were an influencer? <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my God. It's, it's crazy because I feel like for me specifically, I film every day. Yo subo video todos los días. So para toda la gente que me sigue, for everybody that follows me, they know I post every single day. So it's so hard for me to get out there in the real world. I'm so stuck on work, work, work. I feel like, you know, soy esclavo del trabajo. I always say that. I'm like, I'm a slave to work, you know, because I'm always working. So I'm always stuck in my little world of, you know, filming, filming, editing, editing. That I never, there's times that I would never stop and realize that the people watching, that those views, that those likes are people, you know what I mean? I remember this one time, you know, I got a message, um, a really long and lengthy one. And it really touched my heart because it was someone that was, um, you know, someone in their family was battling cancer. Um, and they, you know, DM me telling me that my videos, you made, made them forget about the hard times that their family was going through. And I felt like that's when I realized, I'm like, okay, there's a purpose to what I'm doing. There's, there's a keep doing it. Because even me, sometimes I'm human. You know, I'm, I go through life situations that, as well that make me sometimes feel like stopping. But when I see messages like that or when I see comments from people telling me like, oh, you make my day better. You make, um, you know, or you or simply, oh, you made me buy this. You know, just simply me knowing that I have an influence over people and that I'm such a positive light in people's life. It just, you know, that's when I knew. And that's when I knew that this is something I really enjoy doing, not just for me, but for people watching. It's Amazing that you feel that way because often some influencers, once they get that notoriety, they do the complete opposite. They really run with it mm -hmm. and they don't realize the impact that they're making. There's a lot of people out there that uh, are also haters. How yes. do you deal with your haters? Because I'm sure you Ugh. get them in multiple languages. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, I get a lot of hate on just the way I talk. Just the way I am, como soy, como yo me dirijo hacia la gente. And I've learned... Translate that for me really quick. Okay. <laughs> so I get a lot of hate just um, based on who I am, you know, how I speak, how I really like come across on video to people. And I've learned over the years, for sure, I've been doing this for over six years. And I've learned, you know, you have to have thick skin. Y si alguien no te quiere, que te valga. If someone doesn't like you, you know, F them. <laughs> like, seriously, though, because, you know, I, I, I've i gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, you're still going to watch me. That's still putting coin in my pocket. So keep hating. You know what I mean? So It's funny that you say that funny, because yeah. this season's been a little different than last season. I feel like the people I'm interviewing this season are saying, I actually welcome my haters because they're taking time out of their mm -hmm. day to focus on me and to write me and actually make me money. Haters are low-key like my fans. I feel like they're more up-to-date. There's oh. people that are subscribed to my channel it, 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 it's crazy. People always mention it. 
I post a video in the first two seconds, I already have dislikes. And I'm just like, all right, those are the people that are just subscribed to give me a dislike. But little do they know that that little dislike, that little view just put uh, money in my pocket. And I'm like, all right, keep doing that. My mind is blown. I just had an Oprah moment. You guys, your haters are your low key fans. I think forever we have all just been changed by that moment. That's an Mm -hmm. aha moment, my friend. Yes. Your haters. So don't let your haters listeners, because we have a lot of young influencers Mm -hmm. listening. Don't let your haters get you down. They're your low key fans. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can always mute them. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's it's funny because like you say, um, I feel like sometimes, and you know, it's okay. I, I understand them. I, I try not to take it personal ever. You know, I get called out a lot of how I look. My weight is one of my primarily like biggest comments. But, you know, I just feel like for me, I try to see it as a point as, as these people don't have the confidence I have. Y les gusta odiar, les gusta hablar porque quisieran tener the confidence I have. And I feel like my confidence, no one can take that away from me. And call me fat, call, call me ugly, call me, call me ugly, call me fat. But listen, if you're ugly, there's not much you can do about that. But being fat, I can go to the gym, get some lipo and that's fixed, you know? So I really don't mind what the haters say. I kind of welcome them. I welcome them just how you said. And think of all the people who are the same body shape as mm-hmm. us. You know, like all of us have a different shape and whoever is watching us, it represents something to them. So every body shape is beautiful. Yes. And I feel like for me specifically, I always see myself as a different influencer. You know, I'm not your typical, you know. Why? um, I feel like I'm just not your typical, you know, six pack or for girls, you know, your typical like small waist type of influencer. And I feel like, for me specifically, um, I feel like people see that. People see that I speak more stuff or I just share more stuff than your average influencer. I share my whole life. I mean, I'm vlogging every day. How can I not? You know, I feel like there's just a little bit of things that people don't know about me, but most of the things, you know, people know, you know, and it's crazy because, you know, I had my mom had a cancer scare recently. We documented it. My brother was held by immigration earlier this year. We documented it. You know, so I'm so open with my followers. And I feel like most influencers feel vulnerable to not share stuff like that. And I see my followers as my family. Yo los miro como mi familia. Algo me pasa. I feel like they're the first ones to know. And I feel like that's important. And people see it because I'm transparent. People see, you know, how real I am with them, that it makes me different in a lot of ways. Are, are your, is your brother okay now? Yeah, he's okay. okay. Thank God, you know, it was just a little misunderstanding. Um, he's married to an American citizen. So he, um, at the time, the reason why they got him is, um, I mean, I'll talk about it. I never really talked about this, but, you know, give you an exclusive. Uh, we love those. Um, he's married to an American citizen. He had his process. He was um, processing his paperwork. And at the time, um, when I think it was like in the last step, he just needed to pay a certain amount. He, because he didn't want to ask, I, I think he didn't have money at the time, but he didn't want to reach out to me, to my family, like, hey, can I borrow money? So he kind of just put that on the back burner. And Ice kind of was like, hey, you know, you haven't done anything. It's been two years. Um, you are undocumented. So they went to go look for him at her house. And, you know, it's good now. He was there for two months. We were fighting with, you know, with a lawyer. But thankfully, where was he for two he months? He was in Adelanto. So, like, like a detention center. Yes, he was at a detention center. So that's pretty they had horrific. Him there for, yeah, it's crazy. He was there for two months, and it's crazy because he has three kids. You know, I feel like we all um, that moment got us very close as a family. We all had to get together, you know, really help out with the kids. 
Um, but, you know, I feel like it made us stronger as a family. Do you, did you feel like you had to be a leader at that moment just because of your success and yes. and financial means you know, and everything? I don't really like to say this, but I've said it in the past. You know, my family doesn't come from a high-income family. You know, I think for my family, I don't want to sound it as a bragging, but, you know, I do make the most income. And when that thing happened, I remember my mom was panicking. You know, she didn't want to ask me for the money. You know, just because, you know, you just... You know, she just feels like it wasn't my duty. But I remember I sat her down and I was like, Mom, this is something that, you know, we didn't expect. You know, yes, my brother, excuse the language, effed up by not telling us, like, hey, I need money to finish the process. But we can't do nothing about that anymore, you know. So I was very lucky. I was I was very thankful that I do what I do because I was able to help my family during these hard times. Wow. You know, so it's crazy. What was the experience like for him? He said it, it was crazy. It was it was funny because it happened a little bit before COVID. Right. It was in January or February, if I don't if I recall. Wow, this he is recent. He missed my sister's wedding. Oh. Yes. Um, he was supposed to be out that week. But um, I remember we had a hearing and the lawyer didn't take a specific paper that the yeah, uh, that the judge was asking for so he missed my sister's wedding but good thing i vlogged everything so he was able to catch up you know at least through video like everyone at home did but it was just a crazy experience. is it like a prison or like what is the detention yeah, center like, like a, yeah it's kind of like a prison but just where they have all people with no papers so it's like an immigration detention center he said it's kind of like a prison so it's just something i mean it made him learn it made him get his stuff together it made him you know Get his stuff together, not just for himself, but for his kids. You know, his kids are getting older and they understand. They see where's daddy. Daddy's not at work, like we were saying. You know, daddy's gone, you know. And it was just very heartbreaking. You know, it was a hard time for our family. And I feel like for a long time, people thought I was lying. You know, like, oh, my God, you're just doing that for clickbait. And I'm like, homegirl, like, I would not lie about a family member being detained by immigration. You know, I'm not like that. I'm sorry your normal influencer doesn't share stuff like that, but I'm different. And I feel like... You know, it's something that happens a lot in the Latin community. What do you think you learned personally? Because it wasn't you, but it, it affected me. you. So what did you learn? You know, it's crazy. I learned that, I remember I spoke about it in one of my videos. You know, me as a person, I try to do everything by the book. You know, but sometimes, even if you're doing everything by the book, you kind of have to be like, okay, you know, it's not me. It's not my fault. But you kind of have to sometimes... To the extra mile for a family member. You know, I learned that, I mean, family's all we got, to mm -hmm. be honest. You know, um, el dinero va y viene, money comes and goes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, when I turn 50, I don't think people are going to be following me. I don't think people are going to care about who Alan is, you know. But what's really going to stick with me is that I have a family who's grounded. I have a family who keeps me grounded. And I have a family that I'm able to be there with them through the hard times. So it really made me learn that sometimes, even if you're going through the right path, you're going by the books, sometimes, you know, you got to kind of own up to other people's consequences and help them out when they need it, you know? We're going to pivot for a quick second. Um, when you are seeing your followers and they're interacting and you have such engagement, um, what does beauty mean to you? Because I feel like you have to represent it in yes. a certain way. Yes. I feel like for me, like I was just saying, I'm not your average influencer. I'm not your average. I'm not a model. Obviamente, se nota. You know, you can tell I'm not, you know. And I feel like for me, beauty is Thank not you. how you look. Thank you for not being a model. <laughs> no, no, for yeah. sure. Because we need those, you yeah. know. 
not everybody looks like those models we see on magazines. Not everybody looks, you know, like Kylie Jenner. Because homegirl, let me just tell you something. All these influencers, all we do is Photoshop. So I'm here to just say for me, beauty is not how we look. It's how we come off as, is our confidence, is what we have on the inside. And I feel like that's so cheesy because everyone says that, oh, it's what you have on the inside. But for me, you know, someone that doesn't have much of, you know, beauty as in features, you know, I feel like I've managed to get myself to a point where I'm like, I'm beautiful, you know, I'm confident. I may not be the size everyone wants me to be, but I'm the size I am, you know, and I can either cry about it or do something about it. And I feel like for me, it's like having confidence has really helped me. And I feel like a message for everyone um, hearing this, um, don't go based off, you know, the public's beauty standards. Go based off of your standard. And I feel like that's very important because, you know, we live in a world where social media is such a big part of our life and we can get caught up in like comparing ourselves. And I feel like, you know, no, don't compare yourself to no one else. Compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. And try to make that person better for tomorrow, for sure. A lot of people listening want to be influencers. Mm -hmm. So I always like to ask the question, how do you hope our influencers can be influential? For me specifically, I feel like as an influencer, it's very important to use your platform for good. Not just use it to like post your little selfie showing half your ass. You know, use it for what really is important in the world going on. What really is important in today's world. And I feel like, you know, it's scary as an influencer because, you know, you're putting out your opinion and people will always have something to say about your opinion. But as long as you really stand by it, as long as, you know, you know, that's your opinion, you know, if people respect it or not, that's not your fault. You know, and I feel like you should really put because I got a lot of people um, coming at me um, when I was speaking about Black Lives Matter movement. And then when the first I don't know if you remember the Vanessa Guillen People were like, okay, well, why aren't, you know, our Black brothers speaking up as much as we supported them when Vanessa was happening? And I was like, it's not about that. It's about, you know, everyone getting together. Don't let, you know, every the, voice, everything get to you where it's like, oh, well, we, we, uh, we help them. They're not helping. No, 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 no. If you're doing it for that reason, you're doing it for the wrong reason. You know, don't do something expecting something in return. Mm. You know, and I feel like as a Latino, yes, what happened to Vanessa was very devastating. But I did see a lot of support, not just from our Latino, but like everybody, you know, everybody got together. But I feel like we shouldn't compare one thing to the other because definitely not the same thing. Even if it's just one voice, it matters. Exactly. And I feel like people forget that, you know, it's funny because people, I feel like the people watching at home, they're like, well, I only have 20 followers. No one's going to care. And don't ever think like that, you guys. Jesus only had 12. Exactly. And look what he did. We have a whole religion (laughs) based off of those 12 followers. But it's crazy because if you only have 100 followers, 1,000 followers, trust me, you'll be making a bigger impact because you're genuinely posting it. I feel like a lot of influencers were just posting just to get people off their, you know, off their ass, which is fine. Like, at least you posted. But, like, if, if you're posting it genuinely like I was, I feel like you'll get more across because people will see it, you know? You're so young. So you're in your yes. early 20s. You've been doing this for 22. six years. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. 22. I didn't know if we were allowed to say it. That's why I was, like, early <laughs> 20s. So, yes, thank you for being honest. You're 22. Um, you're nominated for your first American yes. Influencer Award. Where do you hope to be in the next 10 years? Just because you said – and it was very, you know, you said in 50, when you're 50, I you don't think people are going to be caring what you're doing. Yes. So where do you want to evolve and be in 10 years? Because, oh, and I say God. that because of this, Oprah says 
that everything prepares us for what is to come. come and yes. if this is your success at 22, imagine what is preparing you for what is next. 30. So what's 10 years from Ooh, now? You know, it's Get crazy to just to think. Yeah, it gives me some chills just to think I can see it in your, on your arms. From now, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that means I'm going to be 32 years old, closer to my death, you know? But <laughs> I see myself, you know, really having a business. Um, I don't know if people have been up to date, but I have a little show on, you know, my social media is going called Noche de Pendejadas, where it's a show where I bring, you know, influencers, celebrities. I've had celebrities as well come on the show and just kind of like chat, you know, like a little night show vibe. And I really, I'm speaking this into existence. If not in 10 years, even less. Mark my words, you guys. I really expect, I really see myself um, being on TV. I really do. I really want this with all my, you know, all my soul. I really, really, really want this to go through. And I really, I really see this being on TV, you know, um, whether it's on a Latin, a Latin channel or an American channel, I really see it going far because I'm pouring all, all of it into it. I'm also a TV producer. Um, oh. I, yeah. Uh, which is a whole nother topic, but I just, I think you're a star. Thank you. And I think you should keep the Spanglish. I think that should always be your yes. thing. And, um, I've worked with a lot of people throughout the years and you, some people have it, some people don't, you have it. Yes. So, and what you have is something very special. Thank you. And it comes from your heart and your soul. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't wait to see what's next for you. Gracias, gracias. Thank you so much. That really means a lot, you know, because I've been getting a lot of messages like that. Like, oh my God, te veo en tele in a couple of years. Like I can see it, I can see it happening. And I'm like, oh my God. But like, remember this, you. the blessing shows up suddenly. Mm -hmm. So it could happen today. It exactly. could happen, you know, you know, so you just, just have to be, you know, delay is not denial. Mm -hmm. So yes. yes. And 22, again, I'm just yes. going to say, look at you're 22, you're nominated for your first AIA yes. award and you got your own show already. Mm -hmm. So let's do another interview next season and see what, where you're at. <laughs> where I'm at. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully I'll be at a better place then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an even better place. Cause yeah. I'm so grateful. Like I said, to have what I have, you know, at such a young age, I never expected my life to be the way it is now. But thank you to all my followers. Gracias a todas mis pendejas. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but that's what I call them. Go for it. Um, shout out to them, you know, because thanks to them, I'm where I'm at. And I appreciate them. And if our, our listeners want to follow your journey, uh, how do they do so? You guys can see, um, you guys can follow me on all my social medias, which is Alanized. Made it very simple. That's what I meant by coming up with a name that was very on brand. Because you can search me up on Twitter, on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere you want. Um, just not Pornhub. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, just not any of... Um, you can search me up anywhere under Alanized. And you'll see me there. And they can follow me on my journey. And be up to date with what I'm doing on a daily basis. Well, on behalf of all of us at the AIA office, we just want to say thank you for being on our show. Thank and, you. And uh, don't forget to follow our new social media handle. It's... Uh, AIA Real Talk Podcast. Yes. And of course, you can follow me at with Josh Skinner or at Josh Skinner on Twitter. All right. Well, I, I love you to death already. Thank You're you. fantastic. Thank you. Um, really, uh, just for fun, can you just say uh, a special thanks to all of our listeners in Latin yes. America? <laughs> yes, I will. Muchas gracias a toda la gente que nos está escuchando hoy. Muchas gracias por su tiempo. Muchas gracias por su amor. Y espero que hayan aprendido algo de este um, podcast porque para eso estamos. You know, para eso estamos, para enseñarles, para, para influenciarlos. So muchas gracias para toda la gente que nos está escuchando on American Influencer Awards. Uh, no, American Influencer Real Talk. 
Uh, muchas gracias y los quiero y espero que me sigan y que sigan escuchando este chingón podcast porque en verdad that it's a really good podcast oh that was beautiful thank, thank you. you so much I'm from Hawaii so it's not as beautiful but mahalo <laughs> nui lua oh <laughs> I mean it's uh, yeah. it's got yeah you thank, know? You. thank you that means thank you very much <laughs> anyway uh, thanks for checking out this episode of AIA Real Talk and don't forget to follow Alan I he's so cool thank you bye Thank you for listening to our conversation with Alanized. We hope this episode has inspired you. You can keep up with our latest episode of our podcast by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at AIA Real Talk Podcast. That's AIA Real Talk Podcast. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and it's edited by our friends at Lasting Media. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAawards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all and don't miss the next episode next week.